grace and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We've already read our text, so let us join our hearts in prayer. Lord God, you gave Jesus great authority while he lived on earth to stop the power of demons and to change people's lives so that they were prepared for eternal life. Please use your powerful word to keep our hearts and minds in Christ as our Savior and give us the victory. Amen. Dear people of God in Christ, you probably have heard someone say, Something like this. Who's in charge here? It might be a person at a store. They're not happy. They don't want to just talk to a clerk. They want to talk to the owner of the store, or at least the manager. Perhaps someone's been on the phone for about an hour, and they finally just throw their hands up and say, I want to talk to your supervisor. <laughs> I want to talk to somebody who can fix the problem. Of course, uh, when Jesus began his ministry, there was no question that he was one in authority. God sent him to fix a problem no one else in the world could solve. Jesus has authority to save. And first of all, Jesus showed his authority in many ways. First of all, he taught with authority. It states the people were amazed at Jesus' teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. So how was Jesus' teaching so different than those Jewish teachers? Well, they taught the people to obey their, the law as if their lives depended on it, as if their salvation depended on it. Imagine what a burden that would be. Those teachers also took the focus of God's word adding hundreds of other laws, and it just burdened the people. But Jesus also described the law to help people realize their need for a Savior, but then he went right to the gospel to say that he had come to bring them relief, to pull the burdens off of them by forgiving their sin. The Jewish teachers based most of their teaching on the former great teachers that had lived before them. I suppose that isn't always bad if you have some very gifted people from before, but the problem was is these were imperfect people. And so they were basing their teachings on people that couldn't even agree with each other, and it became very confusing. No wonder people came up to Jesus saying things like, what must I do to be saved? Of course, Jesus was completely different about that, wasn't he? that they couldn't save themselves, that the only way they could be saved was through him. He used God's word as the ultimate authority, and he applied it clearly so that people could understand they had their needs met in Jesus. Already at age 12, remember, Jesus went to the temple courts where all the teachers were teaching, and it says his words amazed them. Well, all the more, when he began his ministry at age 30, did his words amaze the people because of the authority he spoke with. Another way that Jesus showed that authority was by his miracles. A man in their synagogue was possessed by an impure spirit, and he cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? 
Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly, and come out of here. Now, many people today think demon possession is fictional, sort of something you're going to see on a horror movie, but it's not real. But don't be deceived. Demon possession is real. It isn't just Satan tempting someone. It's an evil spirit's power that is so great it actually takes over a person's body, making them say and do things, sometimes even supernatural. One man that was possessed by many demons could actually, even though he was chained up in great big heavy chains, could break the chains with just super strength. One young woman at Paul's time was able to foretell the future through a demon living in her. In our verses, the demon-possessed man was able to look at Jesus and immediately recognize him as the Holy Son of God. In no place does the Bible ever say, and demons possessed someone and they were happy. You know, demon possession is basically a foretaste of hell, just a little foretaste of hell. People suffered. The demons limited them in their ability to see. They blinded their victims or made them deaf or unable to speak. Such possessions were widespread at Jesus' time. But even today, you can be assured demons are going to try to control people's lives, if not so overtly, in subtle ways. But Jesus stood against them. As the Son of God, he was the one muting the demon. Be quiet. You're not going to speak anymore. You have no power here. You have no authority here. And he drove him out. Now that demon didn't give up easily. It says that the impure spirit shook the man violently and then came out of him with a shriek. Yep, he tried to harm the man, but he couldn't overcome the authority of Jesus. And so he had to obey and flee. Jesus also shows his authority to save people from themselves. You know, some people saw Jesus' miracles, and they heard him, and they believed. But unfortunately, there were so many others that saw his miracles, and you know what they said? He's doing these miracles by the power of the devil. He's in league with the demons. Uh, No. They did not respect Jesus' authority from God. And why? Because they wanted that authority to be able to speak for themselves. You know, our sinful nature is always fighting inside of us, too, to live in rebellion against God. We're sinfully selfish. We're tempted to focus only on our own desires. We really do want a genie who could appear and give us just the wishes that we want because we want it our way. Demons don't need to really work all that hard to get us trouble. I mean, we are too easily misled into temptations that lead us into sins of our thoughts, words, and action. So what did Jesus do? He set aside his authority to save us. On the night of Jesus' arrest, He said, this is Satan's hour, time of darkness. He will exercise his authority for a short time. 
The devil led Judas to betray Jesus. The devil brought such fear to Jesus' friends that they either did not acknowledge him or simply left him. And the devil was even tempting Jesus to forsake God. As Jesus hung on the cross, he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Jesus said that because he was receiving the punishment that all people deserve. For we have all sinned and earned death and eternal separation from God. But while on the cross, Jesus never sinned, never gave in to those temptations. He remained the perfect substitute for sinners and then gave his holy life as a payment for all sin. In Christ, God holds no sin against us. He is never out to punish us or to get even with us. And we're assured of that because God raised Jesus' body from death to know, so that we know, that God has accepted Christ's payment for all that we need. You know, by faith we trust these saving truths in God's word. And the devil is helpless to change it no matter what he may try to do. The saving truth of Christ has freed us for this life to live as God's people, and oh, we look forward to the day when we will be eternally free from sin in heaven. The Bible doesn't tell us what happened to that man that had been demon-possessed, and Jesus cast that demon out. I don't know what happened to him, but there are a couple of other instances in the Bible where there's been a dramatic change. Jesus cast out a legion of demons from that one man on the far side of the Sea of Galilee. And that man immediately showed his faith by sitting and listening to Jesus teach and then going to tell all of his friends about Jesus. In the case of Mary Magdalene, where she had seven demons that Jesus cast out of her, she became Jesus' devoted follower. Most of us have known Jesus as our Savior Well, as long as we can remember. But that doesn't change the fact that it is only by Jesus' sacrifice that we have become the dearly loved children of God. Our risen Savior is always with us. And even if demons try to do something supernatural against us or try to deceive us, we have a Savior who has already defeated them. His victory is our victory through faith. Third, Jesus' authority has been given to us through the authority of his word, of God's word. Mark spoke, the people were so amazed that they asked each other, what is this? A new teaching with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits, and they obey him. Too often, I I think, we forget what a tremendous gift the Bible is to us. The Holy Spirit has worked through it to give us a living faith. It isn't just that we know the facts about Jesus. Even the demons, it says in James, know that, right? But we believe in him to save us from the power of the devil and from death and from eternal judgment. God assures us of this already at the time of our baptism, where his powerful word was connected to water to wash away our sins and make us co-heirs of heaven with Christ himself. 
God's word is connected with bread and wine to assure us in the Lord's Supper that Jesus forgives all of our sins and makes us able to commune with God himself. That's a blessing, isn't it? Can we keep this powerful good news to ourselves? The people of Jesus' time couldn't. Mark wrote, news about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. You know, those people didn't have telephones or cell phones to take pictures. They didn't have all the things online that they could spread so rapidly. And yet, no one could stop that message from spreading throughout the entire region of Galilee. How much more we have an opportunity to do that in our day and age. Demons may be more hidden today than at Jesus' time, but they are still deadly enemies. They are going to tempt us to spend our time on things that take us away from God's powerful word so that they can try to overcome us. How blessed we are as Christians to have God's good news that we can daily read, that we can hear and study. It will help us remain close to our powerful Savior, and as we become so much more familiar with this truth, we're going to be able to help other people see what really matters, what the real help is that, that's beyond their own powers. Anyone can get that help through Jesus. They can trust in Jesus as the only one who has authority to save. Amen.